Are you tired of waking up with a dry mouth, feeling sluggish? I was too, until I discovered the power of mouth taping. I read a book called Breathe and it opened my eyes to how I could get a better sleep. So I started taping my mouth and the results were astounding. Not only did I wake up feeling refreshed, but the data on my whoop suggested I was getting more REM and more deep sleep, which led to me feeling better every morning. But I wanted a better solution, not just sticky tape, something that was effective and comfortable. That is why I co-founded Recoverite with a few friends. We are dedicated to helping Australians get fast and easy access to mouth tape and nose tape so you can breathe better, sleep better and recover right. Use the discount code TMTCP for 10% off at the checkout. Sleep better with recover right. Become the man your wife desires. Yesterday I had a conversation with a client and we had to dive deep because there was a recurring pattern that keeps showing up. And I've been working with this gentleman for you know all up. He's been part of our programs for about two years and one of the cool things about consistency is patterns begin to arise. Not only is he starting to become aware of them, I am as well. And throughout our conversation yesterday, we were like, why does this keep happening roughly at this time frame? What's the pattern? And from that conversation is where this episode today is going to go and also some follow-up episodes because once again, today's episode wants to be about 15 minutes. So it's short and sharp for you guys. But the other topics I will be covering over the next couple of weeks, and it's a reason why you want to subscribe to the Man That Can Project podcast, is these things are going to give you perspectives, insights, and strategies. You know, the frameworks that I use within our Strong Men of Value Academy program to help men become the best version of themselves. So some other things we're going to be covering over the next couple of weeks will be how to know if you're with the right person or partner, some of the greatest relationship advice that I've received. Obviously, today, becoming the man your wife desires, how to have a healthy relationship, how to control your emotions, thoughts, and feelings, and a lot more. So the more you guys engage with me, whether you are a client or you're just someone who's following along or listening, if you want to share your stories with me, I can give you, once again, frameworks that I have that I know work or my own personal experiences uh, to help you guys through. Now, The Man That Can Project Podcast, a podcast empowering career-driven men to live more fulfilling lives. We are here to challenge your beliefs, redefine success, and talk about the important stuff in a relatable way. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. My name's Lockie Stewart. Let's get into it. Let's dive in. So I'm on week six in America and absolutely loving it here. And one thing, as you can see, for those who are watching on YouTube, the backdrop's different every time. So we have a studio at the apartment, which is cool, right? It was one of the selling points of why we rented this apartment. The thing is, it's not really soundproof. So we've been setting up in our living area. <clears throat> you know, I'm waiting for some colored lights. So you can see that lamp behind me. I'm getting one of those LED ones to change it up to make it look sexy, but also just make it an office space. I don't, don't have to keep packing up and putting down. I think the more friction you can alleviate from your life, the more likely it is that you're going to do the things that you know you want to do, whether it's based around health goals or in this instant, getting these podcast episodes out. Uh, so I know I'm going to deliver more quality content once I remove that stress, but let's dive into it. So becoming the man your wife desires. Relationship breakdowns destroy men, absolutely destroy men. The amount of men that I speak to and I have helped go from a breakdown in a relationship to an absolute breakthrough 
you know, is in the hundreds and I'm not even kidding there. And what I have recognized and I've been very grateful to be able to implement this in my own life and my current relationship with my wife and I guess looking at past experiences is where does it all go wrong? Where do we go wrong and become undesirable to our partner? And I think first and foremost, it needs to start with us. When the phrase comes out, be the man your wife desires, you may think, well, I don't want to give up who I am as an individual. And I would trust and I would assume that as a man, you would be clear on who you are and what you want from your life. And based off of that, you're going to have a set of standards, values, and beliefs. Now, if you haven't done that, once again, keep listening to the podcast because that'll be an episode that comes out. But we do have previous episodes or even join our academy. I'll help you with that. But once you've got those values, attitudes, and beliefs, or you'll be able to understand what qualities, expectations you want from a life partner. That's the first and more, most important part. So for the rest of this episode, let's just assume that you're in that position. So how do we maintain um, a position of being desirable to your partner? So the first one I want to talk about is these personal standards, right? And for me, this is what I f- focus on. And I'll give you a framework at the end to summarize it. So make sure you stay to the end to get that framework that once again, you can go dot point by dot point and start answering that for yourself, Okay. It's exactly what I would do with someone that I'm working with. But if you look at the personal standards, you know, when I first started dating my wife, my now wife, I look at things like my physical appearance, so my health overall. So once again, a thing we see happen, and it happens on both sides of the fence, but I'm talking to you because I want you to take responsibility. Your physical appearance, are you, once again, in the best physical shape you can be to be desirable to your wife? I understand at life we go through phases and you take more responsibility and life shifts, but that is no excuse to completely let yourself go. You may not have six-pack abs and be like you were in college or in high school, but you can still have a certain level of self-respect to where you look after yourself and still, you know, I look at myself and I look at other people who are extremely fit and healthy and I know that they have a certain level of self-respect because they understand the personal benefits of being fit and healthy, but they also understand how it impacts other people, right? I'm inspired by people that I see that look good. And I love when my wife comments me, comments to me about how my physique is or how I'm looking, right? Because it keeps me desirable. It, just, it works on both sides of the fence. I really appreciate that my wife looks after her health. Once again, as we get older, you, there's things that you can't change. But she, I know she cares about how she looks and she does it for her own self-esteem and self-confidence, but it also you know, makes our relationship stronger. So think about that. And another thing that I've only just really started prioritizing and it's only really just clicked uh, recently as I heard a story was, the story was this, a man and a, a woman, you know, had been married for about 25 years. And this lady was starting to catch the eyes of other men. She'd always be like, wow, he looks nice. He looks nice. And she was always turning her head left and right, and she was never looking at her husband. Until one night they decided to go for a date night, and she'd been seated first. Her husband was coming coming in a few minutes after running in from a meeting or whatnot. And she noticed that when he walked in, all these women were turning their head left and right, just checking him out. And it was in that moment that she realized that she'd been taking him for granted, taking his physical appearance 
for granted and she realized what she had. And so while it's, uh, you know, we can look left and look right, it's like water, the grass is greener where you water it. Appreciate what you've got. And you want to also appreciate yourself as well because once again, many of us, our self-esteem diminishes because we aren't comfortable in our own skin. So that first personal standard I would encourage you to have is your physical appearance. Take pride in your appearance, how you look, how you dress, how you smell, right? Things that I've always been like, it doesn't matter. I'm just going to show up. That's what I was like. And then only recently, as I've watched these, especially in America, you know, there's so many people who dress so well. And I'm like, man, I'm, he's a bloody sexy bastard. Why? Oh, the way he dressed, the pride that he takes in himself. And it makes me go, I wonder what he does. So think about that. That's something to consider. The second personal standard um, that your wife will desire is support, right? So many of us, many men believe that our way, our job, sorry, is to provide financially, which yes, I do believe you have a role to do that. But just because you're at work all day and providing financially does not mean you slack off at home, right? Whether you've got children or you've got a wife who's also working at home, it's not her responsibility to look after all the household chores, some couples never discuss what roles are in the relationship. There's assumptions. And the assumptions of what happened 10, 20, 30 years ago doesn't work. We have seen the uh, sorry the divorce rates. So if we see something that's broken, we need to start asking questions to understand how we can fix that. And what I've seen is, as a man and how I work in our relationship is my wife is um, ambitious and I support her in her career. That's why we have moved overseas, right? But she supported me in so many ways as well. So as much as I'm out working, you know, eight to 12 hours a day and she's doing her thing, I'll still come home. I'll cook, I'll clean. And once again, we take turns in all of this, but we share responsibilities because I want to support her. And I understand that if she's constantly doing these mundane tasks, she's not going to be inspired. She's not going to, you know, feel valued. She's not going to feel heard. And when your wife doesn't feel valued or doesn't feel heard or appreciated, good luck building a deeper love, a deeper relationship. If you want to become desirable, so a little pause there, my tongue got caught. But if you want to remain desirable, constantly be bettering yourself daily. And it's not about doing everything so she has to do nothing. There's standards and expectations, but don't just assume that things are going to be done. Right? Third one from a personal standard point is having purpose. Let's take a quick break. Are you seeking to understand who you are, what you want from life, and where you fit into this busy world? The Man That Can Project Self-Discovery Program is the program to help you answer those questions. This program with three comprehensive modules helps you get clear on who you are as a man, what you want from your life, and where you can set yourself up to thrive. Throughout this program, you're going to dive deep on some of the life's questions that only the most successful people ever spend time to answer. It's not only about standing out in this busy world, but it is using your life experiences to create a better life for yourself. I know that I wish I had this when I started my journey. It would have helped me fast track success and get clear on what was truly important. Once you complete this program, you're going to have a better sense of direction and purpose for your life. You will have more confidence and resilience and a complete roadmap to create the life that you want. Don't wait for tomorrow. Start today. Head over to themanthatcanproject.com and check out the self-discovery program. I can promise you, your life will never be the same. When I was working by my, uh, sorry, for someone, I was earning an hourly wage. 
I was getting told what to do and I was very unhappy. Now, some people like that way of living. They love having the security of knowing what they're getting paid. They love not having to think about what they're doing, but that didn't work for me. And when I didn't have purpose, when I didn't have certainty in my life, who I was as an individual was a bit flaky, right? I was a bit all over the shot. So the moment that I recognized a few things and I got clear on what I valued. Now, what I value most, and I've spoken about this a number of times, and once again, we help men get clear on this in our academy, in our strong men of value, but I got clear that I wanted to always have connection in my life. Connection being people around me who make me feel valued, make me feel heard and appreciated, but also challenge me to hold my standards and be better and actually enjoy life. That's what the connection that I want. So it's not always so much fixated on people. People come and go, but once again, work hard on those relationships. The second is health. And when I look at health, I mean mental, physical, emotional, spiritual. I'm always <clears throat> wanting to be around people who are like that and also having time allocated in my life to do that. Right. So because of um, that purpose, it's like every day I know what I'm doing and I believe that you will be much more desirable to your wife if you've got purpose, if you stand for something. If you get up and she knows, she's like, that's my man. That's what he's doing today, as opposed to a dude who's just sort of going through the motions. So think about how you can find your purpose. And I'm not saying you need to start a business. To me, finding purpose is very simple. What do you want? What do you want your life to look like? And then you start creating a bit of a checklist. So simply put, when I was transitioning from um, being a carpenter, working for someone into a business, <clears throat> I tried a, you know, a number of different careers. And within all of those careers, I learned specific skills. I learned what I did like, what I didn't like. And I just kept moving along until I started understanding myself a lot more. Because once again, I know we said at the beginning of this, we'll assume that you know what you want and what your life's like, but most people don't know that. Okay. So make sure you tune into a lot more of the content here. So those personal standards were your physical appearance, make sure you're supporting and that's just not financially, it's emotionally, it's chores around, the, you know, just things that make your partner or wife feel appreciated and valued. The second one is communication, right? This one is huge. We talk every day, but do we really communicate? What that means to me is, are we listening? Are we understanding? And are we making people feel valued and empowered? Many of us are listening only to rebut or only to add on rather than letting the conversation go where it goes. And that's what I've learned from doing all these podcasts is I used to always be like, this is the point I want to say. And I would just not listen to whatever else or the direction of the conversation was going. I wouldn't go with the flow and I just bring it back a few notches. What I've now learned is, yes, you may have some value to add to that point in the conversation, but if the individual that you're talking to, if your wife's still going, just let the conversation go. Allow her to feel heard. Right? There's nothing more desirable to a lady than a man who makes them feel valued and heard and doesn't feel like they need to fix it all the time. So a great book that you can read by Gary Chapman, Five Love Languages. And when I was first dating Amy, I would get home, I reckon, at least once a month and there would be a package on the bench, like a gift. And I was like, man, she loves giving me gifts. Like This is nice. I don't personally... Love getting gifts, um, but you know I appreciate the thought. And it wasn't until I read the book The Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman that I understood where it was coming from. Her love language, what makes her feel valued, appreciated, and loved, is gifts. And from that moment, I was like, "Wow, she's been showering me in love in the way that she loves to receive love." For me, I love you know quality time. 
I love physical touch as I think a lot of blokes do, but it was interesting to be able to read that and I was able to then share that to my wife. So I became more desirable because I was like, her love language is gifts. Let's make sure that I put it in my calendar every, you know, sporadically to give her a gift, to let her know that I do value and I do appreciate her. Once again, that's a huge one. Another point on that communication is your emotional control. And we were talking about this in the academy a few weeks ago and I recommended a tool and you guys can Google it now is the wheel of emotions. So understanding what or where the emotions are coming from, what's really going on, because the more aware you become of your emotions, then you can start understanding what the triggers are. You can understand what you need to do to manage it and what you need to do to get the outcome that you want when you're in those emotional states. Because there's a really good quote that I heard from a podcast maybe where it's like, when your emotions are high, your intellect is low. And I was like, right, so I need to manage my intellect to be able to really navigate situations in the for the best possible outcome. So consider that with the emotional control. Check out the um, Wheel of Emotions. Definitely a great resource. And then the final thing from a communication standpoint, direction and certainty. It's so important to know what you and your wife are creating together. Most people get in a relationship and they never start understanding and um, learning more about what your partner values. You just assume, right? You don't understand boundaries or expectations. You may not set goals together. You may just assume that, hey, we're going to go to school, build a family, and that's life. But what do you want to experience? What do you want to see? What places do you want to visit? What foods do you want to try? What businesses do you want to build? Start thinking about that because when you've got certainty, you can start making decisions. And a man who is in a place where he's making decisions quickly and he knows what he wants and he's able to lead, once again, allows your wife to feel more secure. She feels like you're taking care of her. And it's not because she needs taking care of. She doesn't. But it's because she wants to feel secure. Right? It allows her to feel like she's allowed to let her guard down a little bit. So that's something to think about, building a life together. So just from those communication pieces, go read the book, The Five Love Languages. Check out The Wheel of Emotion to start understanding your emotions a bit a bit better. And then start talking about what you guys want together. Communicate so you can be more direct and create more certainty in making those things happen. Because when you're trying to achieve something, you go, hey, Dallin, remember this is what we're working towards. So we need to tighten the budget a little bit here or we need to... Now, make sure that we stay in it this night because we've got this goal tomorrow, right? You're able to lead. So the framework that I would recommend going through and grab a pen, grab a paper for this one, and you can write this down and think about it in your own time. Number one, know who you are and what you want. Number one point A, know what your wife wants. And this is both from life for both of you, but also from love, right? So individually and collectively, The second thing is get clear on what the best version of yourself looks like in order to make that a reality. I have had a number of reality checks over the year. I, it's not about not liking who you are and not feeling good enough. It's understanding that who you are now is not going to be the version of yourself that you will be in order to get those outcomes. Otherwise, you already have it. You need to challenge who you are because you're going to have to think differently. You're going to have to act differently. You're going to have to behave differently. It's not about doing things that are incongruent though. They should still feel like they're a part of you. They're just a better part. And, you know, I've had to learn more about health. 
to make sure that I can have the energy and vitality to keep up with all the things that I'm doing in my life and to bring the energy to the relationship. I've had to learn a bucket load about money and about creating wealth and and time freedom, investing, all of those things I spent a lot of time learning about. I've spent over $100,000. I've lost almost $100,000 this year um, in in lessons, right? (laughs) I'll call it a lesson. So through all of that, it's like you've got to do those things if it aligns to where you want to go and what you're trying to create with your wife. I've become more desirable because I know who I am as a man. I know what I want and I know what I'm creating for myself and I know what my wife and I are creating together. She loves the fact that I go after what I know we need to do. I make sacrifices. I make decisions, right? It allows her to feel safe and secure to pursue what she wants to pursue. I've had, sorry, I've had to understand I need to get better at communication. I've had vocal coaches. I constantly am writing to understand my thoughts more so I can articulate how I think and how I feel because many men, don't ever do that. And I go, I just can't you know, articulate how I feel. It's like, okay. And then are you going to allow that be a reason why you don't ever learn that? You don't allow your relationship or your wife to understand you? Or are you going to do something about it? Learn to articulate what you want. And once again, we can teach you that in the academy. And then same with friends. I've had to get clear on who I want to surround myself with. That's been hugely important. So that's something to consider as well. Now, number three, I was just giving you some dot points there. What do you need to make time for? If you aren't making time for the things that are going to make your wife desire you, so once again, health, a lot of blokes sacrifice that. I don't have time. It's busy at work. All right. Well, your wife's probably not going to hang around if you continue to maintain that. Work, relationships, time with buddies. Like, What do you need to make time for? Start doing that now. People say, I will when, I will when. The goalposts always move. If you don't start allocating time now, it's going to be so much hard to, harder Sorry, to fit that time in. I've, you know, I've been guilty of that for such a long time. So just make time. It's like I schedule these podcasts every week. I schedule training. We had a date night last night. Oh, check this out. Last night. So my, my wife loves true crime and I'd imagine a lot of you dudes your wives love true crime or those you know, ghost stories on YouTube. Anyway, we were looking for a date night idea last night and we were going to hit the comedy bar. Unfortunately, we sold out. So then we're like, all right, what else can we do? We want to do something a bit different. We Googled, found a jazz bar, same thing, all booked out. And we're like, oh my goodness, what else can we do? There's always something happening in Nashville. Anyway, Amy found this ghost tour that left from the state capitol building. I'm not... Look, I listen to it, but I'm not into all that sort of stuff so much. But wow, what an experience. Like such a unique date night. It started at 9 p.m., so almost past my bedtime. But we had a tour around Nashville for almost two hours, seeing all these incredible uh, landmarks and hearing the haunting stories, but also a bit of the history around the Civil War and all of that sort of stuff. So it was a great, um, once again, thing for us to build our relationship, become more desirable because I'm making her feel valued. I'm making her feel, um, you know, loved and appreciated by doing something that she really wanted to do. And the fourth point and the last point, and I'll recap this framework in a second. What do you need to believe about yourself? Or what do you, sorry, what do you believe about yourself? And what do you need to believe about yourself? This is where we start looking at identifying limiting beliefs, challenging, and then changing those beliefs so that you can achieve the outcomes that you want from your life. So recap, number one, know who you are and what you want. 
Two, know what you want from your life, both personally and professionally, and so for your wife. Get clear on what the best version of yourself is, you know, health, wealth, relationships, etc. Thirdly, what do you need to make time for? Time management is key. And fourth, what do you believe about yourself and need to believe? This is where we start shifting your beliefs because what you believe will impact how you think, act, and behave. So gents, those are what I believe will allow you to become more of a man that your wife desires. It's not about neglecting those things. So your physical appearance, supporting, having purpose, understanding the communication things of your emotions, the love languages, and there's so much more we can dive into. And obviously I don't want to you know, spend a whole heap on it today, but keep coming back. Make sure you hit follow because I'm going to be doing a lot more specific episodes around relationships, around health that are going to give you tools and frameworks that you can literally listen to, write them down, and then just take some time to think about it and write some answers and really start understanding more of this for yourself. Thank you for tuning in. If you got value, make sure you leave a rating and review on whichever platform you're listening on. Those rating and reviews help me get bigger and better guests on, which I can learn from and share knowledge with you guys, but also have you guys listen in to the episodes as well. My name is Lachlan Stewart. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for listening to the Man That Can Project podcast. My name is Lockie Stewart, and I hope you enjoyed this episode and found it helpful. If you did, please take a moment to rate and review the Man That Can Project on your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget to subscribe to stay up to date with our newest episodes. We'll see you again next time.